Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The struggle down clock this week came 4 to 5 to 7 now. Mind your noggin day. Uh, which, you know, will officially kick off, I suppose, just after 7am this morning. But uh, our donation web link is, is live, fm104.ie slash donate, if you want to have a little goo at that at some point today. Let's dish the dirt. You can make it anonymous if you want. You can, it's time yes. for showbiz news. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Or if you want to leave a little message, we, you know, we, we read them as well. Lana Del Rey is defending herself after she was accused of writing anti-feminist lyrics and glamorising abuse. Doesn't sound like she would do that, does she? Doesn't sound like her. In a lengthy Instagram post, she criticised other female writers who attacked her for talking about what she calls the realities of an emotionally abusive relationships. Lana also called out double standards, saying stars like Ariana Grande, Cardi B and Beyonce could sing about wearing no clothes and cheating without facing any backlash. That's a good point, actually, that she makes there, yeah. That's very true. They don't. Um, but if you're writing a song, if, the, if you're writing a song, it doesn't mean you agree with everything in the song. No. But yeah, they're very yeah. different kind of artists as well. But yeah, they should all try and support each other, not rip the backs off each other. I think, anyway. Well, I don't know who's who's uh, having a go at her, but yeah. I don't think it's the other artists. I think it's... Uh, Probably Twitter. Sounds like Twitter to me. Female writers, you said, so I don't know. Whoever female writers are. She, she's hardly calling Twitter users now. Female writers. I hope not, anyway. They don't deserve okay. that title. <laughs> uh, well, I bet you they're on Twitter. Female writers on Twitter. My Ellie said she got off to a terrible start when she first met her, met her, met her husband. Mr. Husband. Your Ellie, is it? My Ellie, yeah. yeah. She's been uh, talking about how she got together with Casper Jopling. <laughs> That's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, on Jesse Ware's podcast... I see where the face of him when she first met him I'd say anyway here she is I don't know it wasn't like a love at first sight thing at all we didn't fancy each other remotely it was just we were sat next to each other at a dinner he talked about how much he loved meat so yeah we had literally nothing in common but <laughs> yeah he wooed me basically how much he loved he didn't talk meat. about how much he loved me it was how much he loved meat yeah I did think the same when I heard it Jay. <laughs> well that would be weird in the first date I think I love you Ellie come on like yeah, but if there was no chemistry, like he's just chatting to her like just anybody else. He didn't know it was going to go anywhere. The way so he was just talking jazz. The way she says... a lovely chicken out the back garden there the other day, Ellie. The way she says that meat line, it was like, yeah, I don't know how uh, we ended up together, to be honest with you. I know a lot of people who got together under very bad circumstances. Like, they didn't really like each other at all at the beginning. Yeah, and then something happened and it was like, oh, hang on a second. Let's get married. 
Uh, Paul Meskel is helping a girls' school get uh, one over their, on their rivals by sending them a video to congratulate them on their graduation. How do you get Paul? How do you get uh, Connell to do a graduation video for you? That's impressive. Yeah. Anyway, he's doing them. Uh, students of St. Joseph of Clooney and Kalini in Dublin had... Oh, well done, Clooney. Go on, Clooney. They looked on jealously when Loretto Abbey in Dorky, uh got worldwide attention by getting uh, Matt Damon to send them. Oh, it's a competition now. Right. Actually, he speaks down in that, lad. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> They're both cool to get, though. Ah, yeah. Now, whose job would that be? Would that be the year head? Or, I mean, the principal can hardly be doing it. Maybe a really cool teacher. If you know of anybody more famous than those in graduation videos, because a lot, a lot of those things are happening now for people who can't do graduations together, so they get celebrities to, to do, uh, you know, little messages. We've even had to do Who's them. the biggest celebrity? We do. We, yeah, even we. I don't, know, I don't know if we'll make the cut. We will. We will make the cut. Really? Yeah, we were, we were one of the first people that were asked on that list. Uh, yeah. They're delighted with us. A bunch of lads that listen to us every morning in woodwork. Well, they did. Um, not sure how it all works out now. Right, so that is Dish the Dirt. We will have a look at how... Uh, I don't know what we called it yesterday. What everyone's saying about everything, is it? What's everyone saying about all the things? What's everyone saying about all the things? That'll be here at about yeah. five past seven. <laughs> and we'll tell you who's going to pop in today on uh, Mind Your Noggin Day, where we've teamed up with Jigsaw, Young People's Health in Mind, and we'll tell you what Jigsaw do, and we'll tell you how you can donate, and you, you make a, a massive difference by doing something small. Uh, that's all coming up a little bit after seven o'clock, but... Did you know, Jim, that they've had to remove her house from Google Maps because people were using it to find out where she lived? Yeah, there's a few things that I've looked up, not celebrities now, but I've looked up things and there's kind of just a grey area where Google Maps has wiped something out, so I don't know why. Maybe you can request it, can you? They definitely do with people's heads, all right, if they they pass it on the street. Um, Yeah. But I don't know what the... I'm sure you can, yeah. But uh, anyway, people were... People are going to have a little look around at uh, where she lives because I think she still lives in the same uh, quite quite a small, modest bungalow house, whatever that she, she all, all, always had. So yeah. people go, oh, let's go and have a look at. Let's go and have a look at that. So it is uh, officially mind your noggin day today on FM one hundred and four. Um, it's like a feeling of when you've planned something for ages and ages in your own personal life, whatever that may be, confirmations, weddings, um, graduations. It's a bit like that for us in here today. It's finally it's the big day. It's finally arrived. Yeah, except no one has to wear a hat. Well, they can if they want. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're going to be talking to various well-known people and various unknown people uh, about how they get on with stress and anxiety and what to do if you feel those things. That's all going to be happening throughout the day, and of course, it's all with our fr- friends in Jigsaw who uh, do incredible work with helping people who have uh, any kind of stress and anxiety issues. They can they can call them. They're committed so. to providing young people and their families, teachers and communities the tools to ensure that they're prepared for for just life. It's it's specifically for people who are twelve up to twenty five, and we'll tell you throughout the day. Think of all the events. I'm sure you're aware yourself for maybe charities you support in your own life. So many fundraisers this year because of COVID can't happen. So that's what today is all about: is to try and still help them out and get them some money. So whatever you can donate would be more than welcome. F104.ie slash donate. And lots of you have already, so it's a big, big shout out to those of you who have. Thank you very, very much. 
So, front page of the Irish Indo today, Gardaí have warned over the new COVID rules. They can't be enforced. It's it's very difficult now to because there's so many loopholes. You can go. I'm going golfing. I'm going to play tennis. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm. Is it five kilometres from your house? How can we tell that? It's so it's confusing for the Gardaí, and they can't really enforce it. That's true. But they're also saying uh, the cabinet will today. Sign off on plans to make it mandatory to give details of where you'll be staying for two weeks after you arrive in Ireland. Um, apparently only 1% of the population of this country has tested positive for COVID-19, which means that if we all start to relax a little bit too much, there could be a second wave. A lot of people are predicting there will be, at some stage, a second wave, maybe in the autumn, maybe sooner. But the more we kind of abide by the rules that have been given to us, washing your hands, wearing the masks in places you should be wearing them. I suppose that, um, that hopefully won't happen. The 1% could make you think that it's so low because we're being so good. Yeah. And, you know, if we do get too uh, relaxed about it, certainly, um, you know, I've, I've heard stories of people at bus stops in the morning, there's a lot more people wearing masks, people are taking it seriously. And even, like, the, these stories about the Guardi keep cropping up their legal loopholes or whatever they are you should just still though just do the right thing you know these headlines yeah. always always make news that the guardy can't tell someone from the north to turn around and go home but you know what just do the right thing by other people uh, I saw a thing yesterday saying you know it's great applauding healthcare workers wash your hands if you want to help them wear a mask on a bus if you want to help yeah. them Cause make them less busy that will, that will help them just and you can make about four. You can make about four double cotton face masks from an old T-shirt, and they they they're comfortable. You're breathing through two hundred percent cotton layers, and I've seen the stats on it. Like the if you're wearing this, and you pass somebody who's infected, the chances of you not getting it are much higher, like zero zero point one to like type type things. And but if you're not wearing a mask, uh, you, the you know that that protection is just not there. So. Mm. Inside shops is mainly, or, you know, if you're passing people very close by. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, it is Mental Health Awareness Week this week as well, just co- coincides with what we're doing today, but uh, Maura Higgins has used her influence over the last few days to share just normal pictures of her without loads of makeup on and show blemishes and just normal things. It, you know, anxiety, pressures from social media. They're all things that we'll be talking about today. So uh, she's she's doing something good there. Um, she posted uh, up an image. We're all human. We all have bad days, bad photos, bad angles. I want to let every person reading this know that nobody is perfect. Um, it's had hundreds of thousands of likes. And don't suffer in silence. Please talk to somebody is her message. Yeah, and well, that's the message you'll hear an awful lot today. Um, a group of people had a lucky escape from a, a, the door of an army helicopter fell off mid-flight. Children screamed in horror as it plummeted to the ground in front of shocked onlookers in Clondalkin yesterday evening. It landed in the grounds of Moyle Park College, which has been uh, left open for locals to exercise in. And uh, it was shocking for everybody involved. I presume the aircraft was on the way to Baldonald's, that, that part of Dublin. Um, very, very... I mean, the fact that nobody was hit by it is incredible. Um... How does that happen? Wow. You know, air, aviation is so regulated. How does a door fall off a helicopter or a copter, as is it said in my house? Well, remember there was a there was a door fell off a, a plane. Remember the one that Bono was in and his luggage fell out. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So still, it's, it's these very, things do very happen. Rare. It's very, very rare. Yeah. So uh, nobody was injured. Investigations are ongoing. Still though, what are the odds of that? Like, army chopper door yeah. falls on school is uh, is the front of the mirror today. Normal people producers have been have forced a website to take down pirated scenes from their hit show. They're warning a uh, website that specialises in dirty stuff to remove the compilation of explicit dirty stuff from their show. <laughs> um, but that's so not real. They've got 22 minutes of clips from the 12 episodes. Like, why would you want to look at that on, on those kind of websites when, you know, if you really want that stuff, it's, I'd imagine it's different. Wouldn't know much about it. Uh, maybe they want maybe they want stuff directed by Lenny Abrahamson. It's just like maybe they're really arty when it comes to their their blue movies. <laughs> uh, Leo. Yeah, I, I can watch Lenny. Like, I really like the way Lenny does a love scene. Yeah, I'll unlock early if I can, and it will cost us. Uh, Vradkar says next steps will be guided by medics. Turbulent. Oh, it's changed from uncertain turbulent times ahead for the economy. turbulent times now. Yeah, We've uncertain into turbulent. Love a bit of turbulence. Uh, 30 billion is the economy in a black hole as it uh, stands as of today. And speaking of weddings, though, you were mentioning uh, today's like a big day for F104, but yeah. like if you're actually having a, a wedding, now a, double, a Dublin bridal shop has created a face mask to match the gowns. So, like, you got the frilly fa- face mask that matches your dress. Oh, yeah. So, lace and all that stuff, yeah? Uh, yeah, exactly. Lace and all that stuff. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, it's Angelo Bridal on Dorset Street and they've taken to displaying its creations in the window mannequins that's brilliant that's a great idea and uh, they opened the shop with a friend in February and uh, just before the pandemic hit and they've had loads of orders now what happens you know I know you you pull the veil up and give your new bride a kiss oh no you can't do that no 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 well what do you have to do go into quarantine for 14 days on honeymoon before you can give her a kiss yeah yeah and by that stage she'd probably regret your marriage anyway it's FM 104. Good morning. Post Malone in Circles on FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock on Mind Your Noggin Day today. It's uh, 7.22 now. Yeah, it's all thanks to our friends in Jigsaw as well. Jigsaw need to raise 1.5 million to ensure their services can, can continue in 2021. So, I mean, as we're saying, anything that you can donate, like if it's the price of an L coffee that you're not buying at the moment or you've saved any money on your fuel because you're not commuting... If you can, whatever you can, will be more than welcome. That's exactly it. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever you have, you know, we're not. Uh, it's, it's up to you. Every, everyone's circumstances are different. So, f one hundred four slash donate is is how you can get in touch. Um, you're going to hear from lots of celebrities today, but equally people who have used Jigsaw's services because I think it's very important for us to just hear normal people also people who are just like any of us um, people that we can relate to uh, and don't get us wrong like the celebrities will have some some great insight f- from there I think it will really hammer home the idea that just because you, you on the surface have this perfect life and success and finance and stuff doesn't it's not the be all and end all in so many ways but this is a girl called Lauren so Lauren got in touch with Jigsaw in the past and she's very kindly kind of happy to talk about her experiences uh, with Jigsaw and, and how they, they helped her. Um, and just 
this will just give you a little insight into how she was feeling. So for me, it was I was getting stressed through certain things or certain situations in my head, and then I noticed myself I was getting quite aggressive, like and snappy, and with friends and family, and I was quite irritable. Like I was just things were irritating me that I never used to. And I think we learn a lot today that everyone deals with their mental health issues differently. So from Lauren's point of view, um, how did anxiety and feeling kind of tense and on edge about stuff, how did that affect her daily life and, and how did she began uh, how did she begin to deal with it? Like I would be quite motivated and quite a busy person, but when you feel like that sometimes you can lose all motivation to do anything. Like even getting up out of bed is a challenge some days. So um everyone does deal with things differently as well. Like for some people it's going on a run that will make them feel better. Some people go have a bath. Some people like to talk to family and friends and then for other people like it's jigsaw is the place like or a place like jigsaw where you can talk to someone who you don't know, like a complete stranger and get advice and get tools to help you deal with things like yeah, it's good advice. And you, like, you know, some of the things that you're going to hear today, some people get, they get help from being creative, from writing songs or being creative and they, they, can, they can feel the stress lifting off them that way. Uh, but the big one is to talk to somebody. So if you've got a very good friend, you can talk to them. Um, but if, even if you don't, or you want to be a bit more private or, you know, a bit more anonymous, that's what Jigsaw, Jigsaw is for. So um, even pets, we're going to discover that they uh, have a real healing effect as well, so... They do. Um, on that anonymous thing, so Jigsaw have uh, daily live group chats. It's an anonymous online group messaging feature. Uh, it's hosted by Jigsaw clinicians. So they're total professionals. There's nothing they haven't heard. That's what they keep saying to us as we're getting ready for today. Um, they're so experienced. There's nothing that's going to shock them. Um, whatever whatever people need to talk about. But uh, this particular on, on anonymous uh, online group, uh, young people can go and share their current experiences of COVID-19, for example. It doesn't have to be something that maybe has been bothering you for a long time. It could be just the last few months. It's just too much. And nothing is too small. It's another thing that Jigsaw are telling us. Like, you know, don't think that your problem is like, ah, oh, it's only me. Nobody wants to hear my thing. They do. So there's nothing that's too small. If it's giving you stress, if it's giving you anxiety... It doesn't matter how small it seems to you, and it will help to talk about it. So their website is just simply jigsaw.ie. Um, it'll give you loads of advice. There's loads of support there. And if you would like to help out their services, because all their fundraisers have been cancelled this year, um, you can go to our website, and here's all the details. Since COVID-19, Jigsaw had over 50,000 new visitors to jigsawonline.ie. To help make a difference, please give what you can at fl104.ie forward slash donate. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and uh, as it is, mind your noggin day. We have various celebrities coming on, and they're going to chat to us, they're going to perform, and Ruth Ann is zooming into us from her very glamorous house. How are you, Ruth? Oh, it's definitely not glamorous. <laughs> How are you? We're good. Keeping well in the in the in the COVID time of life. I've just realised the word panda is nearly in there, and if you think of pandas when you think of pandemic, it doesn't it suddenly doesn't seem as bad. <laughs> so do you actually have a panda teddy bear right beside me? Still so ego. Yeah. <laughs> panda, I love that pandemic. That's amazing. That puts a positive spin on it. So you're yeah, well. I am well, yeah. I'm. I'm uh, luckily for for musicians, we're kind of used to being alone in a room. <laughs> That's kind of what we do, and um, when we make music. So I'm still. I have a home studio. I'm still ticking away writing. Yeah, I think music has always been 
for me, um, therapy in a way. It is the ther- like a lot of the times, even without being in the pandemic, whenever I've been feeling down or have those moments of anxiety, and which we all have at some stage, those anxiety or depression moments, I write about it. And as soon as I write it down on paper or I sing it or I play it, and um, for me, it lifts it off my shoulders like it almost feels like oh well, I've written about that now and it, it as, as much as it doesn't fix it it helps me kind of cope with it it's my way of, of coping with it it's also um great for people who struggle to chat talk like I've always said to people who are going through anxious times or so I'm always like even if you're not a songwriter or musician write it down even just to get the thoughts out because that's your sounding board keeping it inside is as a lot of the time what is the hardest part because you're fighting in your mind and your mind takes you down these i call them spirals and you follow the mind and i feel like when you write it down it gets the thoughts out and you're not arguing with them anymore in your mind am i feeling that way do i feel that way oh no i'm grand asher this is fine you actually get out those thoughts that are not very nice the worries the anxieties i always say to write them down to people because in a way it, it, it writing them down lets them go in a way that's interesting that a few people have said something similar you know but uh, when you talk about it it lifts off you if you talk to yeah. to somebody it lifts off you but i suppose yeah if you're a creative a creative person there's other ways to, to let it out. Yeah. A lot of the music that I write, I try to write it where it's very relatable. So anyone listening to it would, would not feel as alone. Because I'm one of them people like who, my, if my mind goes, I, like it can just be, I can go down a rabbit hole of thoughts. You know, when you like up on, you have that overthinking thing where you think, oh, I'm worried about this. What about this? What if this happened? And I learned this great thing. I watched a video on Eckhart Tolle. It was amazing. And he said, what you're meant to do in those moments to stop your mind is to look at an object in a room to so say if you're having like a crazy spiral and you're like oh, da, 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 look at an object in a room so right now I'm looking at a speaker and ask a question about the speaker oh is that a speaker and just think about the speaker and it actually gets rid of the thought and it stops you from going down that path and if you need to do wow. it again look at another object talk about that object and it actually it's all about um staying completely present and i know this sounds a bit like crazy but staying completely present in the moment and instead of not what like say you're watching a tv program but you're having all these thoughts actually think about the tv program oh, i like her dress oh that's a cool thing oh what is he doing there and it actually distracts your anxious depressive thoughts away for a second and even if it's for if you get some relief because i think sometimes with people with mental health it's like how do i shut off my mind from thinking of these things music is a great structure of that but there's another little tip if you're in bed at night like i'll sit there for ages and go look at the fan oh it's cold or maybe i want it a little colder like i literally just talk about the van in my mind for like five minutes and then i'm asleep by the time i've got my mind off the anxious stuff i i, I finally can get to sleep because i think about objects in the room that's my other tip that's a really yeah. good tip and uh, speaking of music uh, you're going to do a cover for version for us now aren't you I am going to do a cover. I, I during this time missing my family, so I'm going to dedicate it to them. But uh, it's a cover of uh, Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to you. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away.
Jim, mind your noggin dates here. And uh, somebody who yes. we have been chatting to, uh, well, all the time, but someone who he's been chatting to is, first of all, Crossy. Good morning, Crossy. Good morning, lads. What a day. It's it's finally here. It, after all the planning and everything, nearly 1,300 euros so far, which is incredible before 8 a.m. for Jigsaw. So, yeah, I spoke to Lauv. Lauv is an American singer-songwriter. Um, he has collaborated with Anne-Marie, BTS, Julia Michaels, Troy Savan, so many people. He's massive in America and talks about mental health all the time in a positive way. He wrote a song called Modern Loneliness. Listen to the words. Basically, he's just telling us that everybody these days, you know what, we have so many people around us, but sometimes we just feel lonely. And the song, when you hear the words to it, is just incredible. So I caught up with him uh, during the week and I asked him about how he copes with his own struggles. It's it's sort of this thing that's it's hard to like grasp because everybody has their own experience, you know, with different states of emotional and, and mental health. And I think you know to understand to understand the whole thing better. I think it's just important that everybody, as much as they're comfortable, just being open about it. You know, like I I found that that was how I got to a better place was listening to my friends who were you know who kind of coached me through a lot a lot of what was going on when I hit like my own personal rock bottom. And and then for me being able to do that, I've seen that you know it's impacted other people. And I just think like, you know, we're here on this planet to like help each other. So, you know, it's, it's such an easy way to help somebody else is just to tell your own story sometimes. So, so you did a Zoom chat with him, Crossy, was it? I had a Zoom chat. You can check it out on our Instagram, Dublin's FM 104. And you can donate there as well. So donate, have a look at Love and me chat. I'm completely sunburnt. And uh, yeah, make some donations for a jigsaw. <laughs> and his microphone was very impressive. Yeah. You can share that information as well. <laughs> <laughs> so his song is called Modern Loneliness now this song is powerful just to give everybody the heads up it really is um, another reminder of why it's so important for the likes of Jigsaw Online.ie to help people and uh, you can help today at fm104.ie slash donate
It's F fours Mind Your Noggin Day. I always nearly say Nod Your Noggin Day. And we can now zoom to three of the remaining three of the Coronas. Good morning, lads. Hey, guys. How are you? How are you? We're good. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Um, we're good. Before we talk to you, can I just say hello to my bandmates? I haven't seen you in a while, lads. How are you? Good, thanks. <laughs> you, this is uh, our first uh, joint Zoom interview. Delighted to be here with FM104. How are you, lads? Are you all right? Yeah, well, thanks for choosing us to be your first joint interview. Do you have Monday morning management meeting calls in, in the Coronas? You know, does Danny crack the whip and talk about targets? Or <laughs> we, we've, we've seriously had so... We've, well, how many do we have? Two a week, I'd say. Two little Zoom meetings. Uh, I've been down in, in Dingle for the last 10 weeks, sort of in isolation down there. and So you, you just sort of get on with it, you know yourselves, you evolve as best you can and you adapt. And, and we've been having meetings and discussing uh, when we're releasing and single releases and album releases and gig postponements like everyone. Just generally, we just meet once a week and just talk about uh, how unfortunate our band name is. And then we talk about uh, gigs. So people have said... You know, in the papers and stuff like that, that, you know, you were thinking of changing your name. None of that's true. Sure, it's not. No. <laughs> Why would you? We had one go at it and we came up with the Coronas. That's a crap name. So we wouldn't trust ourselves to come up with another name. So, just as bad, uh, yeah. Yeah. We just come up with something worse. So, no, we're too long uh, at, at this now, I think, to even think about that. One thing that has crossed my mind from our chats with people, and, you know, people do put bands up on a pedestal. And we had this chat with Glenn from the script as well. Really successful band. I'm sure one part of his life that is never going to be an issue is money. But, it doesn't actually matter because in all this we're all the same we still have we still have worries we still get the same we're still all human people you 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 know whether you're dealing with the challenges of looking after little people or you've been down in dingle i don't know how many people are around you physically danny you might be lonely compared to normal everyone's lives have just been turned upside down so I'm sure it's been a challenge for you guys as well. 100%. Like, and, you know, there was definitely a moment for me anyway, about a week into lockdown, where I definitely had like the quarantine blues. Like, and I was sort of thinking, what's going to happen with the band? Will we ever gig again? You know, life is going to be so different, as you say. And then all sorts of other stuff, financial stuff going through your head, but then family, and you're worrying about your family. You know, my grandmother passed away. Um, like she was a great age, 96 years of age of natural causes, just as, as lockdown started. But the funeral, just before lockdown started, so we got to have a sort of small funeral before I went to Kerry. And it was really weird and I couldn't say hello. To, I couldn't hug any of my relations or anything like that. And all these things sort of build up on you. And as you say, it's a great leveler. It doesn't matter how successful you are in your life, you know, everyone's in the same boat and in some shape or form and, and, and there's no yeah there's no it, it doesn't really matter what what you've done up until this point it's sort of this is the new start of a new chapter for everyone so it's uh it, it's definitely can get to you and as I say I had a bit of a of, of a low like you know, thankfully we're in a lucky position where you know I think we can come back and whenever gigs do come back in whatever shape or form we have a you know we have a very good loyal following and thankfully stations like yourselves play us so as you say we're in probably in a better position than than a lot of bands and a lot of people out there in the industry but uh it is a really scary time for everyone you know and there's people as i say who you think would be totally successful and secure and all of a sudden everything's just been turned upside down so it is a really tough time and it's important i think to keep your supports whatever that may be you know 
uh, for me it's music or exercise or talking to people or whatever it is those sort of things having having the support group around you and just being self-aware and knowing knowing when you're not feeling okay I think is important as well like and just being sort of just acknowledging it like acknowledging that you're feeling a bit low or feeling a bit down I think is, is really important these days and but I think everyone has has little moments now and again and you know everyone has to deal with it in their own specific way me when I get asked a question I just talk for 20 minutes and don't <laughs> let anyone else talk that's how I deal with it sorry lads I'm going to shut up now no you did well there <laughs> by the way I love that the lads uh, have all got uh, uh, I'm not sure about you Noxie but uh, the two boys have uh, well well weathered strawberry lamp like cuddle mugs well weathered yeah I know I have a, I have a chip in mind I might eat Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You get a, a new one sent out, maybe. <laughs> so when you guys are touring, you must, uh, you must get on each other's nerves from time to time. So you've got a kind of a, a way of a support network within the band of sort of sorting things out and... And, le- and not letting any kind of little rows fester. The solution is just to like let one person leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noxie, for you, parenting is has that been tough compared to life in the road, or what's easier? The sleeping is a bit of an issue, but <laughs> but no, it's great because normal. Like it's amazing when uh, Gino was born. We had a few months off. We were in between albums, so I was actually there for the full year. But yeah, no, she's great. She's she's well well behaved and a bit of crack. But yeah, full time parenting. Also, it's that's a great Juno, name, by the way. Juno, yeah. Oh yeah, Juno Knox. Very yeah. cool. It's from a Corona's lyric from "Here's a Ghost." <laughs> Juno, Juno. It's harder <laughs> than it looks. <laughs> Is that her middle name? It's that's... harder than it looks, Knox. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> More from the Coronas on F104 on Mind Your Noggin Day in just a few minutes. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock on F104. We've trapped the Coronas in their own houses, so we haven't really trapped them, but there's nowhere else to go. So they're helping us out today on, on Mind Your Noggin Day. We've been chatting with the lads about the power of music. I'd imagine people are talking to you. Maybe, maybe I don't know, at the moment you get DMs. Obviously, you've done a lot of those joined-up videos on Instagram, which are brilliant, and you have so many artists involved. I watched loads of them and um, they're really, really very good. I think 
music that was the so song that, that we did on 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 the strawberry alarm clock with you guys originally that was the real hero one that we did that we put together with all the different acts yes but we we, we initially did that with you guys i think at the strawberry alarm clock a good few years we ago. always yeah. play that now still we just keep yeah. playing it brilliant. Like, we, we were playing it before you did it we were thinking the same thing that that song yeah, like, seems to just make sense right now so find the water you're going to do for us now um just everyone thinking of their mental health today with with our mind your noggin day is there a particular vibe in this song or what's what sparked off the light bulb that said okay I'm going to write about this yeah I think a good bit of my lyrics these days are sort of about trying to remind myself to be better or to just to try and continue to self-improve take stock of where I am mentally and and I think Find the Water is sort of yeah it's like a self-improvement it's a bit of like give yourself a pat on the back you're not you're not doing too badly but you know you can still be a better friend be a better you know, son, brother, bandmate, whatever it may be. Like, so it's trying to be a better person, I suppose. And that's making eye contact with people, trying to be present. All those sort of lyrics come into the song a bit. And it's about yearning for happier, trying to be better and, and try and enjoy your life journey without sounding too deep. It's also just about water. <laughs> <laughs> it's about his golf game. Yeah, about my golf game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to see uh, some smiley faces. One thing we've missed out on is, is having bands in to perform with us. So um, it's great to have you on. Thanks, lads. Just, You're very good. Great to see you, lads. And uh, hope you're gigging again soon. All your fans can go and see you again very soon. Do you want oh. me to give you a little uh, verse in the chorus of something here while I have the guitar? Gosh, look, yeah. yeah, go on. It seems well, I don't know if you're working this morning. You're offering. I'll find the water. It's the last thing I'll do. Breath gets shorter as I'm focusing in on you. At dawn, I got mine. Sweet talking all the time. Gotta make more eye contact. Gotta be more present. Gotta fake react. Kinda adjust my attitude. There wasn't even honest. It was kinda rude. And you can friends tonight when no one's gonna answer on a Monday I'll find the water for the last thing I'll do and my breath gets shorter as I'm focusing in on you it was my decision it still cut me too but if I find the water I won't be focusing in on you Break it, show. 
Car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euro. FM 104's Instagram. One thousand euro on the line, as it always is. But you've got to get the ten questions right. Who have we got? Ronan is a plumber, and uh, he's a frontline plumber. How are you doing, Ronan? How are you, lads? All right. We're very good. That's good to hear, good to hear. What's the difference between a frontline plumber and a normal plumber? Or is there? I don't think there is one, actually. Right. No. <laughs> now, you know... There is, I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> you know today is Mind Your Noggin. The prize that I you can win is a thousand euro. Are you going to give... Uh, are you going to give us a score back? I'll give us a hundred if I win. Okay. And for anybody else... No pressure. f 104e slash donate <laughs> if you want to also... <laughs> So we've had a nine, we've had a couple of sevens, we've had a five. Ronan, how do you normally do when you play in your head? Normally do eight. Eight, nine, probably sometimes. Eight. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, they're doable today. So, oh, God. Well, I say that every day, but I really think they yeah. are doable today. You do, Jim, to be fair. You do. Uh, we'll give it a go on anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Best of luck, everyone. Playing along. If you would have got ten, donated some money too. Two, one... Who went up a hill to fetch a pail of water? Jack and Jill. What colour is the middle part of the Irish flag? Boy. What is the response to the phrase, see you later, alligator? In a royal crocodile. In which country is the Sphinx located? Sorry, what was that? The Sphinx, where is it located? Where is what located? The Sphinx. Sphinx, Egypt. True or false, Beyonce has a horsefly named after her. If an Australian asks for more avo or some avo on their sandwich, what are they looking for? Avo. Avo. Um, Can I get some avo, mate? More avo. Come on, Ronan, time is ticking away here. Alligator. (laughs) Alligator. What artist had a massive number one with Royals in 2013? I don't know. Who's older, Jennifer Lawrence or Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Which ocean is off the coast of California? The Atlantic. And what is the name of the main ferry in Peter Pan? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Mixed bag. Yeah, you had a great, great start, Ronan. 
know, first four yeah. out, of the, out of the bag, bang, 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 no problem. Avo, whatever you were saying, I don't even know about Avo, is the, that's what Australians call avocado. All right. Is it true about Beyonce? Beyonce, in 2012, they found a brand new horsefly that they'd never found before, and it had golden hairs on its back, and they called it Scaptia Beyonce. Alright. After Beyonce. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Alright. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scaptia Beyonce. Well, I'm the scout yeah. man. Uh, Royals was Lord in 2013. Daniel Radcliffe, believe it or not, is older. Yeah. Man, He's 30, that. she's 29. Yeah. And the Pacific Ocean is off the coast of California. So, right. Ronan, you got a five. Ah, look. Sorry again, man. We lost no baller. You always can. Exactly. Thanks for having a go. Have a good Cheers, weekend. Ron. Appreciate that. Thanks, lads. Buddy. Take care. Dublin's up and four. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock, and we can now zoom over to London to his gym where he's just getting ready, or he's just finished a workout. It's Joe Wicks. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, guys. Yeah, I've just done my pee with Joe workout, and I've just had a little um, half an hour in the gym after just to get my mind clear and get me ready for the day. Yeah, because when you're doing the YouTube stuff, you're not actually working out by yourself, so you, I presume you also enjoy actually just being on your own working out too. Yeah, I love doing the pee with Joe. That lasts about 30 minutes. But I do just like to, once it's done and I've switched off the camera, just to do my own little, even 20 minutes on the treadmill on my bike, you know, just something just to get a bit of, um, just to kind of bit of me time, really. Because I find it quite relaxing on exercise. It's my kind of meditation. It keeps me grounded and it lets, sets me up for a product, productive day, really. So that's what we're talking about this week is sort of uh, today on Mind Your Noggin here on f 4 Mind Your Noggin Day. We're talking about how to deal with anxiety levels and various celebrities. You'd, you'd, you'd never imagine somebody like Joe Wicks would get anxious, but I presume you do. Yeah, especially, you know, during this time, I was like a bit uncertain about everything and I was a bit like, what's going to happen with, you know, um, with travel and with work and with your business and your, your staff? You know, it was uncertain times and it definitely affected me, but... I talked about that quite honestly on my social media and I said, look, there are days I wake up and for no reason I feel quite flat and I, you know, like a little cloud over your head and you don't really know why I can't put my finger on it. But when I do feel like that, I always exercise and do something and it always lifts that cloud and makes me feel a bit more positive. So that's what I'm trying to tune into people that you can change your mood through exercise. There's such a, a relation for whatever reason between athletes and, and sport and, and I suppose focusing on footballers in particular I was watching a thing called Harry's Heroes over the last couple of nights and it's, it's ex-England footballers and premiership footballers like serious guys and when their sport ends their lives are just turned upside down have you had experience of people asking you for advice on that? Well I don't have many kind of you know celebrity friends and athlete friends but I know that you know from what I know you know athletes they compete at such a high level with such a you know a huge fan base and like you said it's that crowd every week and the energy you get from that and you know that being in the spotlight and being at the peak of physical fitness so when that's gone it must be quite difficult to identify you know what am I doing how do I keep fit how do I stay motivated because I, I imagine you know like imagine you Usain Bolt and you're training for 100 meters you know well, how how do you get motivated when that career is over like what what is driving you so I suppose you'll never really know I think each individual have to have their own motivations but I think for me it's trying to encourage people to do it for mental health like exercise to feel good. And as a byproduct, you'll start to look good. You'll change your physique, but always do it for the mental health benefits. Joe, you're always uh, you're you're so famous for your workouts and your uh, your exercising, but you're also famous for your recipes. And you are a man who always says you can have a little bit of cheeky treat. But have you uh, anything that pops into your head that people could have a sort of a cheeky, healthy snack treat? Well, I mean, I just I'm I'm really balanced. Like I still love a chocolate bar. I love ice cream. I love all the things that everyone else does. I just I just train consistently five six days a week and. 
you know, predominantly cook at home healthy food. But like, look, if you want to have an ice cream because it's a sunny day, like have an ice cream, don't think about it. I'm not someone who really, you know, I don't count calories and track everything I eat. But, you know, some days I eat more, some days I eat less. But overall, I'm usually, you know, eating sensible portion sizes. So there's loads of healthy snacks you can make, like healthy flapjacks and homemade cookies and, you know, little energy balls with peanut butter and stuff. But whatever works for you, isn't it? Whatever you enjoy, really. For people that don't have great fitness levels, what's your advice to them? Like, we're all aware of couch to 5K and stuff, but how do you get started? I think there's an illusion that in order to be fit, you need to be doing hit training and weights and you need to be doing you know all kinds of high intensity stuff but the truth is any movement is good for you like going for a walk finding a hill and doing a few hill walks you know walking up and power walking or going for a jog or a bike ride with your, with your kids like this is all movement which is all exercise and it's all great for you know burning energy but ultimately i believe that home workouts are the future i think that having that you know creating your living room and turning it into your workout space or your bedroom or your garden it means that you can sustain it it can it can you can fit it into your day there's no excuses you can do it in 25 minutes you haven't got to pay a gym membership or commute there and back. So I do believe in the power of a home worker for transforming your mental health for one and then your physical transformation as well. Well, listen, Joe, thanks for joining us here on FN4's Mind Your Noggin Day. We will be talking to you very soon because I know you have another book coming out. So we'll be ta- we're looking forward to talking to you about that very soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Take care. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Uh, just some of the stuff of what we've got coming up later on today. We'll be chatting to Perry Edwards after nine o'clock. She's going to chat to us about some of the struggles that she's been through. Um, and it's very relatable to her fans and anyone who's had sort of abuse of online trolls or anything like that you know if you've had anxiety or any kind of things that made you feel upset she's been through it and she's got some great advice but we have Glenn from the script so Glenn Power he's the drummer in the script the other two normally don't let him to do much talking <laughs> um, but you, wait till you hear this guy he's incredible so that's coming up in the next hour too Seriously, we mean this. And then later on during the day, look, picture this. I've uh, done a special uh, acoustic version of their new track for today. They'll also give you the chance to win a VIP uh, meet and greet with the band in Malahide Castle for next year. And there'll be all kinds of just people and, and their stories popping up all throughout the day. And this is all, of course, in aid of Jigsaw, who do so much good work for young people aged from 12 to 25 here in Ireland. And it's a community, and Dublin obviously is a community, and our, our listeners are a, a big, massive community, but so many fundraisers this year can't go ahead. So that's why we're asking you today, f104.ie slash donate. The link to that is on the, the little uh, bio thing on our Instagram account as well, if it's easier to find that way. And uh, Tribe are... Sorry, Jim. Yeah, I was just saying, if you've, if you've saved a few quid by, you know, not buying coffees every day or if you by buying less fuel or anything, whatever you can afford, whether it's the price of a coffee or upwards, whatever you can afford, it's no pressure, but it would all be appreciated. Yeah, it really is, because so many of their fundraisers can't go ahead uh, this year. This is probably the biggest fundraiser Jigsaw will get in 2020. So if you can at all, maybe you're going to wait to sponsor someone in the marathon, for example. That's now not going to happen this year. All those things won't happen. So today, uh, instead of your 20 quid that you might send to somebody, uh, do it today on f104.e slash donate. So uh, Tribe are a movement that Jigsaw have done work with, and they also look after young people's mental health. And... Um, Brian is somebody who has come to our attention through their work and um, he very, again very openly just had a chat with us about some of the stuff that he's been through um, we asked him first of all when did he uh, start noticing that something just wasn't right I first started noticing something was wrong when I moved into the transition didn't quite suit me and I had difficulties fitting in and The problem with it was I kept it all to myself and over the years it got worse and worse. 
it wasn't until a few years afterwards that somebody would pull me aside and tell me they knew that something was wrong. And from then on, I can get the help I needed. So that's Brian. Um, and he also said that, you know, people say, I go for a run or start a hobby, but everybody's different when it comes to mental health. Everyone has a different way of dealing with it. Uh, here's what Brian said about that. I absolutely think that everybody is different when it comes to mental health. What might work for helping me might not work for someone else. And I think it's really important that everyone is able to find their own release and find what works for them. And throughout so much of, of what you're going to hear today uh, is is the positive end to people's stories because when they have reached out to places like Jigsaw, you know, the light in the tunnel, the mood in your own head can shift. And it's very important to remember these these moments today, just like Brian uh, fills us in about glimmers of hope. My first glimmer of hope came when I was out one night and one of my friends knew there was something off about me and pulled me aside and had a conversation with me where she also opened up about her other experiences. And it was the first moment where I really felt I am as alone, but also seeing someone else able to come through it gave me the hope that I could then follow suit and overcome what I was going through myself. So I think it's really good to hear those kind of stories from people just stuff that we even on our show we wouldn't normally be talking about this this kind of stuff so yeah if you hear things like those stories if you think they're the type of people that you'd like to do a good deed for today uh, fm104.ie slash donate uh, Perry Edwards Glenn from the script we'll chat to someone from Jigsaw to find out all that they do uh, as well after 9 o'clock this morning it is Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104 and mind your noggin day uh, stay where you are Dublin's FM 104 it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and now we can go to somebody who works uh, for Jigsaw and it's Jen Trechak Hi you got my name right thank you so much <laughs> it's a challenge yes <laughs> it's a lovely name memorable so we're here. Mind your noggin day is here. We're excited. Oh, we're pumped. It's really exciting for us at Jigsaw too. We, we can't wait to see what the day brings and, and what's ahead for, for everyone. So thank, thanks for doing it. So we're very excited. So for people who've never heard of Jigsaw before, what is it that, that you do for people? Well, Jigsaw is a mental health charity and we work with young people between the ages of 12 and 25 to provide support to help people to understand and manage their mental health a little bit better. So we work directly with young people, um, but we also work with communities and with families um, and with schools to, because we, we believe mental health is everybody's business. We all have a role to play in supporting each other's mental health. So we offer direct support, but also training and um, information and advice for everybody in relation to young people's mental health. So Jen, today people are going to share, we've got the script, we've Perry Edwards, we have part of the crew from Coda Line, and we've got, you know, inverted commas, normal people, people from society who have availed of uh, Jigsaw's services and have really, really benefited from it. But if, if today's story is kind of bring out something in somebody and make them you know feel that maybe they need a bit of help but they yeah. don't fit in that 12 to 25 bracket what what can they do because i'm conscious that they'll also hear stuff today that might be very powerful absolutely and i mean there's still information available online on jigsonline.ie that everybody can read and it can make sense to everybody um and if people are looking for support directly themselves there's links to different um, options so if you are outside of our age category there are other options there and, and they're available but what we're offering online at the moment are things like uh, group chats 
There's webinars there for parents and for young people that people can watch and, and um, sign up to and, and we have questions answered. Uh, we have things like on Instagram, we're offering different types of relaxation sessions and mindfulness sessions for people, which obviously anybody can access at any stage. So there are a, a huge range, although our target for, for um, specific services is 12 to 25 because we know that that's an age where there's a lot of change and a lot of challenges and a lot of transitions. Um, so so it is specifically for, for that age group, but the, the information there can be relevant to all of us. One of the things that uh, I was surprised by is that uh, Jigsaw have said that a lot of young people, when they ring you looking for help, apologize for, you know, I'm sorry to ring you with yeah. my problem, but, and that's something we should try and move away from. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be sorry for reaching out and being brave and looking for help. I think one of the things we hear a lot is people wondering whether their problem is big enough or they worry that other people have it worse or there's uh, worse things going on and, and that kind of minimises their own experience. And you're right, it's not about what other people are experiencing, it's about what you're experiencing. And if you're struggling with something that's causing you distress or causing you a little bit of sleeplessness or that you're dwelling on something actually it's really helpful to talk to somebody about that um, whether that's somebody in your immediate circle or reaching out to somewhere like Jigsaw and talking to us about it and we say actually there's nothing is too small to talk about and the earlier we can start to talk about the, the things that are going on for us and start to find ways to cope with it and manage it the better because it stops things kind of blowing up and becoming bigger and sometimes the longer we leave things the more kind of difficult they become so absolutely we'd say to everyone um, do reach out and do talk to us and, and, and get some support at whatever stage you feel is right for you. It's never too late. It's never too late to get support, but the earlier you can do it, the better. And we should say as well, there's a brand new free phone number for Jigsaw, 1-800-JIGSAW, which is 1-800-544-729. But if you look at your, your keypad and your phone, you'll see that. Just give us a flavour, Jen, of some of the things that would normally happen on a normal year that will fundraise for Jigsaw that can't happen this year and that's one of the reasons why we're saying today if you can go to f104.e slash donate and give anything something no matter how small it will help absolutely I mean similar to lots of charities we run lots of events throughout the year so we do things like an abseil in Croke Park we've got people who run marathons for us we've got lots of community events that we're involved in that people can can, can get involved and support us and, and throw us a bit of money which really really helps us in terms of new developments in the service our work in schools is funded by this the research that we do in understanding more about youth mental health is all supported by the fundraising that we do so unfortunately we've had to cancel uh, loads of those events it's it's just not feasible for us to, to to run those and obviously a lot of things like the double marathon have now been cancelled so that kind of support that we would usually get from people we haven't been able to to um to have so days like this make a huge difference to jigsaw it can really help us to, to kind of fill in the gap that has been left um, with, with COVID-19 and with the current situation. So we really, really appreciate, you know, even just um, a, a few quid um, that, it, you know, if you would sponsor your friend a couple of um, euro for, for doing a 5K, if you can kind of support us through, through um, Mind Your Noggin with that, that two euro, that makes a huge difference overall. I mean, there's a lot of people who haven't been using their car lately. So any, anything you've saved on fuel, you could throw a few quid that you've saved towards, you know, Absolutely. towards Jigsaw and keep that fueled. 
or 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 your coffees. You know, you, you might be spending your your three or four euro on a coffee on a on a day out, or you know, a lot of our plans have been cancelled as well. Things like leaving certain nights out and um, you know the, the meetings up that we would have been doing. So if, if you have, um, you know, if if you do have a few quid, it, it helps. But you know, we don't want people to feel under pressure in any way. And the really important thing with Jigsaw is that our service is freely available for everybody, and we would never um, look for somebody to pay for our service. So I think by by supporting things like um, today with what you can, you're kind of supporting a wider group of people um, across across the board. So then that the, the Jigsaw services is freely available for everybody who needs it when they need it. So again, if you do want to do any of those things, I think a lot of what Jen said there will resonate with people. Maybe you were going to wait for the marathon to give a mate 20 quid. Do it today. It'll go to the same pot for Jigsaw, but f104.e slash donate is the simplest way to find where to go. We will keep going with our, our mega day here, which will keep going until midnight. So many of our DJs will be wow. popping up with different stories of people and celebrities. We've got some really cool prizes. The likes of Picture This have donated stuff to us, so it's going to be a pretty good one. It's fantastic that we have so many um, celebrities getting involved, and I think what it really shows is mental health um, challenges can touch us all at any time, and it's a universal thing. So it, it's really great that people are opening up and sharing their own experiences and that we're all supporting each other in this. So so thanks a million to you guys for supporting Jigsaw with us. Absolutely. Thank you. I know, uh, Jim, Glenn from The Script is going to chat to us very so- shortly, and I think I, I'm not overdoing it when I say I think some of what Glenn has to say will, will change the way you have an outlook on life. Jen, I think you should have a listen to it as well. It's an incredible uh, incredible chat from Glenn uh, from the script. A lot of people think these guys in the script have this perfect life, but uh, they also have gone through their own uh, ups and downs and Glenn, what he has to say, will re- it's very powerful, so it's coming up very soon here on FN4. Thanks Jen, thanks for everything. Thanks a million guys, really appreciate it. Dublin's F and four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and now we can go back to the phones, and we can speak to a man who's normally got a big drum kit in front of him, but uh, God knows what he has in front of him right now. Glenn from the script, how are you, man? Guys, how are you doing? It's really good to talk to you today, and I'm very um, grateful, honoured, and privileged to be involved and get to come on here and talk to you guys. And we appreciate your time. We know how busy everyone is in lockdown, bored out of their noggins, doing nothing. Oh my God, I know. It's like every day is a Sunday. I, when you try to ask somebody what day is it today, I don't think anybody knows what day. It is. We're all going around in a, in a constant state of what happens next. And the only thing certain in today's times is the uncertainty of tomorrow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds like a script I'm lyric. lyrical on us now, man. Are the drums still yeah. something that, away from the band, you enjoy messing around with? Obviously, physically, you can take out any frustrations you have on them. Or do you, is there something else you do that's just good for Glenn's head when you're not having the best day or whatever it is? Yeah, well, it's funny you ask about that because I've been listening to a podcast at the moment. I lost my um, my dad back in September last year. And now that I've got all this downtime, I've had a lot of time to obviously, you know, digest some of that and, you know, let it process and stuff. And a great thing that I heard in this podcast I'm listening to, it's about, it's called Resilient Grieving. But she says a line that really jumped out at me the other day. And she says, make it your intention to put your attention on the here and now rather than there. And what she means by that is, you know, if I'm to go down the rabbit hole of black kind of thinking where I'll be like, okay, he's not here anymore. He's going to miss this. I can't tell him that. I can't call him. If I go into that zone and I stay there, well, then my mood goes right down. And, and what she talks about is like, you know, what you, she said, what you have control over is your attention. And where you put your attention very quickly becomes your world, i.e. the people you talk to, the books you read, the films you watch, the stuff you look and view online. 
the conversations you're having. One of the things I do when I'm feeling a little bit dark or something like that, I usually just get out and walk in nature and I'll call one or two of my closest friends and I'll just talk to them. Uh, I find that connection is the thing that we need most as humans. We, are, we, we need each other. We're not a solitary animal and happiness isn't really happiness unless it's shared. And I think that's so true that you need community. It's so important even now. And even though we're all isolating and we're all stuck indoors and stuff, because of the technology, we can get on group Zoom calls. I'm doing a Zoom call tonight, actually, with a lot of like, the old uh, bandmates I have from different bands I was in through the years before the scripts. The great thing about it is I haven't actually done that with these guys in the last 10, 20, 15 years. So it's like I get to do this tonight and touch base with them. And I think I think that's important. Also, what I do if I'm having a really, really bad one, I'll, I'll, I'll start to think of things I'm grateful for. I'll think about what I have that's actually is still in my life that's good. And I'll focus on that. And I'll say to myself, well, I've got a roof over my head. I'm, never, I'm mobile. I can walk around. I can talk. I can breathe. The future is open. The possibilities are endless. I've got great people in my life that love me and care about me. I can call a friend and have a coffee with them. You know, I can play music. I'm in a band that I love. I'm doing what I love. I can, I can get better at this. There's endless possibilities of what might come my way in the future. And usually when I'm grateful, the day starts to look very differently. But if, if I put my attention on what I don't have, well, then that just gets bigger, doesn't it? What an answer, yeah. Glenn. That's fantastic. Answer, yeah. <laughs> and sorry, sorry, I was a bit awesome. long-winded there. <laughs> no, no, it was, you were great. It was absolutely brilliant. That's, everything you said was bang on there, yeah? <laughs> as, as someone who sounds like a really good listener as well as, as a talker, has it been a challenge for you, probably with your older mates, to go... Ah, Glenn's in a band now, he can't, he doesn't understand. Have you found that over the years that people kind of judge you differently because of the success of the band and to forget that you're just, you're also Glenn? Well, you see, luckily the friends that I have were friends of mine pre the band, so, yeah. so they also saw me play in like little, you know, dingy pubs and all the gigs I did and the weddings and the parties and carrying my gear up downstairs. I mean, those guys know me, my close friends know me all my life, so and they only some of them actually one or two friends that haven't actually seen me play they haven't been to a gig I've been trying to get <laughs> I've been trying to get one of them to come <laughs> to a gig and he just won't come he's like nah he said I'm not really into going to gigs I was like I just want you to see what I do and he's like no he said I know you as I know you as Glenn and I don't want to know you as that other thing he's like I'd rather just not so he didn't come he actually came down to the three arena the last time he played there just recently and he came and had dinner with me at the gig and looked around and then he left. So he just knows me oh, as me and um, huh? that's our relationship. <laughs> yeah. What does he do for a living? Property, uh, that's his thing. He's a, a property entrepreneur and he's uh, he's just into, he's an entrepreneur, he does lots of different things. But he was like, jeepers, the size of the stage, this is mad, this is your day job. And I was like, <laughs> he just couldn't get his head around it. As I said, I was saying to a friend of mine one day, we were out walking and I said to him, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, no matter what you've accumulated, what you've succeeded at, you are now, today, the same as everybody else in the world. We're all in the same boat. I think we all realise just how, how alike we all are, how connected we all are, and how, how we all need each other as much as we do. Um, and that, you know, you can't do this this trip called life alone. I, I now know that, you know, especially with my, my brother passing away, that really brought it home to me that it's so quick, life is, and, you know, I think what's most important is how you affect other people. I, I, I read a lot of books, so I apologize, but I read another book. Uh, they said, you know, when you're lying there and it's, and it's the end of your days and you're lying on the bed, what's going to matter the most to you and the, what's going to matter the most to anything else in the world is 
how did you affect people around you? It's going to be all them people around your bed and how you've affected their lives and any other people outside that circle or anyone else that you've touched them in a way that's maybe changed their lives or helped them. And I'm very, 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 very fortunate and lucky that I have people in my life that have done that for other people. Really good people who aren't about wealth, they're not about money, but they're about how they can affect their communities, their families and their friends in a way that money can never buy and can never, you know, alter. Because there's certain things money can't buy and that's friendships. And that's love for your family and love for your friends and being there for a friend when they really need you. When, when you know, you can be there for them in a way that when you can't, you can't, like I couldn't buy my father's illness away. He was in hospital and I was sitting there with him talking to the doctors like, can I bring him to America? Can I do this? And they're like, you can't fly him. He's got blood clots on his lungs. Like, I realized there and then how perilous I was over, yeah. over death, how perilous I was over that type of thing and how money cannot sort these bigger issues out money just can't sort out the important things in life and the important things are i believe is love your friends and and helping people that's i think what what it it leads to a happy happy life i believe too so i believe you pass it on and if you do pass it on it comes back to you in other ways and i I think a giving hand never a giving hand gathers why are drummers always the wisest in bands it's it's they really are those other two should let you talk (laughs) more glenn you need to talk to mark mark is very wise (laughs) Mark and Danny are two wise, wise individuals. Oh, they are. Very wise boys. I know they are. Um, they are. I, we, I, you know, I don't know. Apparently, they did a study over in, in America, and they said the drummers actually, the drummers' brains are, are are unique because of what we do and the the puzzles of drum beats and keeping time and all that stuff. I don't know if it's true or not, but you know what? I'm still learning. If I can only know what I want to know, it'd be great. But I'm never going to get to the end of the line. That's what life is. I realize now is there's no big answer. I thought there was. I even went to. A mystic in Bakewell in England. I drove there and got up at 6 a.m. to go and meditate with this guy. And I, I realized very quickly, after 24 hours, and he's a lovely man, but he was on a different place. He'd got to a place on his own that I couldn't get to because it's his journey. We all have our own journeys, you know? Your answers are, are astounding us. Um, one thing that you're go famous ahead, for, Glenn, is your tea drinking. Are you drinking more tea in ah, lockdown? Because, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yes. And is it just absolutely. normal tea? Or like, <laughs> yeah, are you into the flavoured stuff or what? Here. No, no, Barry's all the way. Barry's tea and then just coffee as well. I'm, as you know, I don't, I don't drink booze. So for me, caffeine's right. a big one. I have to be stimulated with the caffeine all day. Have you tried the Yorkshire? I have. And you know what? The first time I tried that was in Belfast. We had a, yeah. a guy driving our car was telling us about it, me and the lads. Then we did, we did steer to that for a little while. Now, Mark loves that. Right. He swears by that, but I'm still yeah. a Barry's man all day. I just love the Barry's. Every time you drop the tea bag <laughs> just in love there. the Barry's. Yeah, <laughs> listen. You should you should say to the lads. There's so many drink references in script songs. You need to have a few about cups of tea as well, just to balance. I know, up. I know. Yeah, I I think that should be that'll come as we as we get older and probably yeah. more more chilled. You'll probably find the tea will make more of an appearance than the booze. You know. Well, one thing you touched on today is the impact you make on people's lives. I've no doubt the music of the script from all these years now has has done that and. Uh, Absolutely. You know, that's another thing you should probably stop and remember every once in a while and I think just today especially here is on Mind Your Noggin Day the power of music is another tool that people can use to just try and relax stay calm Absolutely. you know get to a happy place whatever it is yeah no music I mean music is the healer I mean we get so many messages online on Twitter and, and stuff from fans that tell us uh, you know there's fans that might be dealing with some weight loss issue or whatever and they're using the music to train to it we get other people that talk about Hall of Fame that helps them lift them out of depression and, and get out and just walk. Uh, we've had people after shows come up to us and talk about, you know, they've stopped self-harming because of the music. I mean, 
it goes beyond words even when they come and, t- and say something like that to you, you realize it's not even it, go- it goes further than just music then it becomes something else and I always say when people listen to music they make it their own and they make their own interpretation out of what the lyrics are and what they're listening to you realize that you're not you're not on your own and, and you know struggling suffering pain anxiety depression these are all things that are part of life and they're going to happen to everybody. If you're a human walking on the earth with two second legs, you're going to experience these things at one time or another. You're going to face difficulties. You're going to face some of the hardest things and some of the most most beautiful things. And as I've learned, life is, is as beautiful as it can be. It can be devastatingly crushing in, to your heart as well. But at the same time, I think the ability to feel those two polar opposites it lets you really, really, really experience what life is all about and it makes you enjoy the good stuff when it comes. I always call it the gold rush. You know, you get up in the morning, someone gives you a parking space, you go to the coffee machine, it's working, everyone's smiling, you go and check a lot of numbers, you might have won a few quid. You know, one of those things, your, your, your wife or your girlfriend thinks you're awesome and you're not fighting with her, that's the gold rush day. And I always call it that in life, you're going to get seasons and you're going to get a gold rush and then you're going to get a time that'll that'll try you a little bit but tough times don't last tough people do and I think we need that to, to you know grow our characters and help us push forward and I always believe you're never given anything that you can't handle that's the thing um, anything that I've been given I've just learned how to, to process it and it's so funny that along the way different people come into your life just when you need them to kind of give you messages and stuff to help you uh you know, carry it up, make it like I, I think people are like bridges sometimes. They come along just when you need them and they make a bridge with themselves and you cross over that over them into the next phase of your life through a painful period. And if you look back in your life through painful times, you'll probably find if you actually pinpoint, you'll find different people that appeared at certain times that really helped you. And if I look back, I can, there's loads of them, you know, and some of them are, are still friends of mine. So I do think, though, it's very important of the utmost is to reach out when you're feeling bad, when you're feeling really dark, depressed and lonely. Sometimes by just the action of getting out of your house, calling a friend, getting on Zoom, doing a Skype call, when all this lockdown's over, you know, we the ability to actually meet people. But I think it's so important because silence is the killer. It's by isolating yourself and living inside your head with all of that stuff spiraling and, you know, cascading and the kind of catastrophic thinking, getting over time a lot. I think by actually just pausing that and talking to somebody else, telling someone how you feel is so powerful I remember years ago when I was a kid I had panic attacks I went to hit the therapist and he said to me a problem shared is a problem half and I really really believe that 100% so I think most importantly is don't sit with your head on your own talk to someone and that's what's great about the, the charity and what's great about what we're talking about here today is that there are people there for you to talk to you know Glenn, uh, absolutely amazing, fantastic to talk to you today, and uh, I hope a lot of people listening would have got a, a, an awful lot of what you said. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, thanks, you've God. Me. I'm, I'm just um, oh, oh, brilliant. Focus brilliant. on things. Never mind everyone else. <laughs> just, just yeah. in the stress of work. I mean, look, uh, it's just it's it's more for me. It's simple things that just build up, and, and the pressures of things stack up and stack up. And and you've, you know, you're right. It's what matters. Um, is important, and so I, I think you've, you've just hit so many notes, people there today. Absolutely, yeah. and you know what? It's all in your. The funny thing is, is it's all in, it's all in my head. When I let all that build up and I grow it all into this big, huge, dark monster, it's never real. Ninety-nine percent of the things that I'm afraid of and think are going to happen have never happened. That's never. That's the freaky part. If you actually do it and get a journal and write down what you're afraid of and look at it in a month's time, none of them happen. But you go around with that in your head and you let it affect you psychosomatically which means physically 
it has you with a knot in your stomach. It affects your appetite. Yeah. It can affect your sleep. And none of it is real. It's all in your head. So when I dial it all back to the present moment, now, here, today, what am I doing? I just had a nice lunch and a cup of tea. Oh, there you go. There's the tea again. Um, do you know what I mean? When I, dial, <laughs> when I dial it back to now and I go, today, the world's all right. I'm safe. Everything's okay. Amazing. I, I, I don't know what else we can say. It's <laughs> absolutely brilliant. I think a lot of people just who are tuning in today... No, you didn't. You gave us a gold rush there, Glenn. You gave us a gold rush. <laughs> there you go. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, guys, look, it was so lovely to talk to you. And anything I can do at all to do with this, I'm listen, I'm, I'm there, hands down. I'll drop everything and be wherever you need me to be to talk. I do it because this is so important. It really is. Your, your peace of mind is absolutely everything. Without that, you don't have a thing. It's all about that. It's all about your head and keeping peace in your heart. That's where it is. Thanks a million, Glenn. Uh, I think we'll have some music from the script. Would, would you Would you like to recommend one? I would indeed. Hall we'll of Fame. Get some Hall healing Day. going on. Yeah, bit of Hall of Fame. Do you want a Bicky? can be the greatest. Hall of Chucky Bicky with your tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Glenn. If that chat has made an impact and you want to help others today, fm104.ie forward slash donate and you can help Jigsaw. You can help so many other young people across Dublin. We are Zooming with Perry Edwards. Good morning, Perry. Good morning. How are you? We, I'm good, how are you? I'm loving the background, by the way. Yeah, Jim, you, is that the Northern Lights you have gone on there? Yeah, my, my son did that for his Zoom call with his class, and I can't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. We yeah, thought you were cool. trying to be all cool, yeah. It is cool. It is cool, I think I'll leave it though. I like it. <laughs> so, you join us on the day that we are talking about FM 104's Mind Your Noggin Day, doing as much as we can to raise money for Jigsaw, which is a charity that specifically deals with young people and, and their mental health. I suppose, what, what in your experience was the best way to just kind of be able to go, okay, right, I need to chat about this? I think, obviously, everybody's different. Um, I think at first for me, I didn't want to talk about it because it was like the monster in the room. It was like terrifying to me to talk about it. Like if I spoke about it, the monster would come out, if that makes sense. So I was so scared to even flag it to anyone at first because I actually thought it was like, it was just really, really mentally draining. It was scary. And none of, like nobody in my family had gone through it before. So I thought it was happening to me for the first time ever. I thought I was the first person ever experiencing like panic attacks, which felt like heart attacks. And I thought, oh my God, I'm surviving heart attacks. Like I need to ring my doctor and tell them. And then obviously, um, once I got talking about it with my doctor and things like that, and my mom, we obviously discovered that I had bad anxiety, which I've never had before in the past. I think it kind of comes with the industry. I think a lot of it has affected me mentally, which I would never have kind of said before, because I would have been embarrassed to say that. But I think it's because there's always a stigma attached to mental health where people think it's embarrassing to talk about. But the more you talk about it, the better it makes you feel, I've noticed. So I had therapy, I speak to people, and the Speakmans have been incredible. I went to see them. They're like the loveliest pair ever. But yeah, it's just taking it day by day and finding your own coping mechanisms and finding what helps for you. But definitely talking about it was one of my main things that helped me the most. It's good that you say that the more you talk about it, the better it makes you feel because that's kind of what today is all about here on the station and you know hats off to you and your other bandmates in Little Mix for showing your fans that it's it's quite normal that everybody even though you're successful and you know talented and you seem to have everything that everyone could ever want and how could you possibly be you know have anxiety or, or have panic attacks yeah. the, the fact that you're getting a message out to your fans 
is really important. So yeah, of course, it's, yeah, it is really important to us. I think like what you said, people don't think everybody can get anxiety, but everybody can get it. Like it doesn't matter who you are, what you do. I think obviously being in the public eye didn't help, but yeah, I think it can trigger in anyone. So it's just definitely good to speak to people. And it's quite common in a lot of young people now as well. It's quite sad, but it's just one of those things that it happens, you know. What, what do people say to you after they've seen that someone like you with, you know, this big massive profile that you maybe made it a bit easier for them to talk about it? Um, yeah, I think that's what people mainly say. They mainly say that, first of all, like, thank you for talking about your struggles with anxiety because now I feel like I can talk about mine. I think they feel more normal. I think um, I would never, ever, ever wish anxiety on anyone. Like, obviously, it's horrible. But when you find out somebody's going through the same thing as you, you automatically feel better. It's like a breath of fresh air when you know somebody's gone through the same things, the same motions, and it makes you feel less secluded and alone. So the more I would like discover people with anxiety, I talk to them about their experiences. And like I've reached out to quite a lot of people and it just makes me feel less weird, I guess. So for me to come out to like the fans and say, I've got bad anxiety and I get panic attacks, like that made them all feel a little bit more normal because I'm this big pop star who's got everything and the world should be hunky-dory, but it's not. It's a, it's something mentally that happens to someone. You can't help that just because I have a lovely lifestyle and I'm very grateful for my career and I love performing and, and I have a lovely house and I can look after my family. That doesn't stop something from mentally triggering in my head to make me feel a certain way. The struggles with mental illness is that if you have a broken leg, if you get an injury nobody's going to force you to walk on the leg. Nobody's going to force you to go out and go back to work and do your thing if you can't. Whereas because it's a mental illness and you can't see it, people don't often have as much sympathy for it, if that makes sense, mm. um, which is frustrating. But I think the more people talk about it, the better it'll be, the more normal it'll become and everybody can just kind of help each other through it. Absolutely. Something that your, your fans will identify with is something that a little mix of in general have been sort of good at calling out trolling and stuff like that. So a lot of your fans, when they get home from school or college, whatever it is, they're getting messages about their appearance or anything like that. Is that something that did you have to deal with on a, on a daily basis? Do you get a thicker skin over time being in the public eye? Or what advice would you give you know, fans who are really struggling with some of the horrible things people say online? It's really hard. I feel like me and the girls were really lucky because back in the day, social media wasn't so big. So we kind of were just wandering through life innocently. You come home from school, you switch off. You don't have to talk to your friends online. You don't have to see like these comments and these hurtful things that people are saying. So that's why when we first plunged into the industry, it was like all kind of, we kind of jumped in the deep end, I suppose, because that's when social media was coming around. But like, people just love to criticize and love to hate. And that's the thing, like, we all get it. Like, us four girls, we haven't done anything mean to anyone. We haven't been hurtful towards people, but they still want to have an opinion on us. And I think people need to just understand that people, when they're unhappy with their own lives, they kind of push that negativity onto other people. And I know it's hard to ignore it because it's there and kids read it and they get upset about it because that's normal. If people are saying horrible, hurtful things about you and they're being mean, your reaction is going to be to be upset about it. I think you just have to keep reminding yourself these people are not nice people anyway. If they've got something horrible to say, then they're just genuinely not good people. So just try and ignore it and surround yourself with positive people. Yes. Yes. Nice. Well, that's what we always try and push on our show. For people who want to help, 
but they don't know what the right words are. They don't know how do you say, Perry, how are you feeling today? Or they don't want to maybe bring it up because you are feeling okay and they're afraid they're going to bring you into a place where you're, you're now not having a good day. What's your advice to them to sort of be the person who is a true friend but just doesn't know how to say it? I mean, it is hard. I think even like me talking about it, I, I never know if I should say certain things. I get worried that I might say something that will trigger somebody else. But I think just being there for someone I think just knowing that you have somebody there to talk to when you need them. Like my mom won't always be like, oh, how's your anxiety today? She'll just kind of sit there and be ready for me to say, look, I'm having a hard time. My anxiety is really like off the scale today. And I think just knowing that you have somebody you can put your trust in just makes you feel better anyway. So sort mm-hmm. of like going back to the talking about it situation, like as soon as you talk to somebody, it's like it's just lifting off because you don't feel so heavy and alone and taking it all on yourself. So it's very, very important to talk to people. That's like the best thing that I think lifts my stress when, when I'm having anxiety. I think what we're going through as well at the moment, I've said quite a few times to people, you know, even if you have pretty robust mental health, if you don't say you're not worried about an elder relative or your job or the future, or in our case in Ireland, like the, and I'm sure in the UK as well, the exams for before you go on to third level have all been postponed and changed. This is going to, at least give you a bit of anxiety. And I think everyone will probably experience maybe what it feels like, not perhaps on the level that other people really struggle with, but that feeling of, I think, everyone just closing in on top of you and you can't, you don't know where to start with something, whether it's work, whether it's bills. Of course, yeah. This situation obviously is just horrendous for everybody. Like you said, like people who have never experienced anxiety before will be experiencing weird things because you do feel a little bit claustrophobic, but... I think the thing people need to look at with this situation is it's a world pandemic. Like it's called a world pandemic for a reason. The whole world's gone through it. So when you're going through situations yourself and you feel a bit lonely, just in this situation, just know that everybody else in the world is going through the exact same thing. So everybody's feeling claustrophobic right now. Everybody's feeling stressed. Everyone's got things that they need to deal with, like bills and stuff like you said. Remembering that you're not alone in this situation is the most important thing. And it'll pass. It's not a forever thing. It feels like forever and it's dragging on a little bit, but it's to keep everybody safe. So we're doing it for a good reason. It'll pass. It'll be over. And we'll look back on it in years to come and be like, oh my God, remember remember when that happened? What what is Perry doing uh, on a day-to-day basis during the lockdown that you weren't doing before? Have you made banana bread? Have you binged something? (laughs) Have you got a new hobby? Oh, I've done so much, to be fair. Like, I like to keep my mind busy. Obviously, baking is what everybody's doing right now. I've got a new love for baking, which I think I'm really good. I need to get on Bake Off because I'm actually (laughs) impressed with myself. So yeah, baking, I've got a new love for fitness, which is weird because if you know me, I do not work out. I hate it. I hate the gym. I don't like anything slightly athletic, but I've been doing yoga and workouts every day, following like tutorials on YouTube just keeping myself busy and just lots of walks with the dogs just fun things and money heist oh my god the best series ever so good i think um music makes the world go round it makes people happy like it's just the best thing ever so yeah i constantly have music blasting around the house and i'm constantly singing all the time which is like keeps me calm music's the best do little mix have a zoom quiz on friday nights <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, if it needs to be said, take comfort in you're in a good space and and the fact that you will empower so many people, even today, listening to this, who may just, this chat could make them go, do you know what? I'm going to actually say something to somebody because. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Talk, talk to somebody. 
That's the main yes. advice. Yeah. Well, uh, Perry, thank you so much for taking the time today. We wish you well. You. We're loving the new tune. Thank Hope you, you get back gigging sometime soon and make it over to Ireland, of course, as well. Yes, the best crowds ever. Absolutely. Well, thanks a million for taking the Zoom. Thanks a million. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Cheers. guys. Cheers. Bye bye. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.